do you listen to podcasts in your shower no no music okay why I like it. It's fun. It's like, you know, I, I sing on the shower. I, 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 it's like, you know, it's, it's fun. And especially that, you know, very often I, I shower very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I just put one song and then at the end of the song, I'm just out of the shower. So. <laughs> Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books you read I want to share with you as well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. So the plan for today is to get back to the last week's discussion uh, about the book Under New Management, which has some radical, um, less radical to some, ideas about how to run companies. Uh, and I think you also wanted to discuss some more uh, about open offices and how much you, you despise them. Yeah, I love open offices. We love open offices. Open offices are the best. No, they're not. Of course not. Um, uh, anyway, did I tell you that I am doing a, like a, some... The, 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 the David Burkus, the author of the book Under New Management, is going to interview me for his summit? Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, that's funny. Well, you should tell him some more about uh, working remotely because they didn't cover it properly in the book. Yeah, I, I, I want to talk to him about it, actually. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going, I'm, right now I'm at the, we are scheduling the interview. So uh, it's going to be in February um, and it's going to be cool. I mean, I will be part of his like lineup there with the speakers. So we'll, you know, have some fun and I'll get to know him. And uh, yeah, and uh, I will definitely talk to him about remote work <laughs> and no office. Very cool. So tell me about the open offices. Yeah, so open offices. Um, so we left off with the cliffhanger uh, in the last episode. You know, I'm, I'm sure like all the listeners right now, you know, have been you know, biting their fingernails. So why, I, I mean, my question was, why now that you know people still believe in offices and it's fine i mean you know some people some companies need a physical office and that's fine and some you know some people want to go to an office and work at the office so it's fine again i don't question that what i question is that with so much evidence that open offices suck um, for uh, work for you know intelligent uh, people who have to have you know stretches of time of focused work why people keep building open offices why for example in 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 an empl- like, there is an employer that with a with a big office um uh, very close to here and they just built a new a new office building and and most of the new office building is actually open office and contrary to to their previous office building that they have that they had is where they, where they had several offices separate offices for for everyone like so why are these companies still pushing for open offices i mean is it only because they can squeeze more people on a square meter i mean is this the only argument or 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 is there more yeah i wonder about that uh like what's what's the breakdown here how many people how many managers and ceos actually believe that open offices are are good for you uh, good for collaboration and the performance of the team and how many of them just use it as an excuse to cut costs exactly so um 
So for me, there are two things. So first of all, cutting costs, because you can, because you can, like, in, like in a in a factory, you can squeeze more people mm-hmm. um, uh, in, in a square meter. That's one thing. And then second thing is, of course, management by walking around, or, yeah. <laughs> or you know, <laughs> control controlling uh, people by walking and looking at their um, uh, screens and making sure that they work, which is which sounds totally ridiculous. But apart from these two things, the only third third one that comes to my mind is really, as you said, this um, innocent and totally stupid belief that open offices create better collaboration, that we can talk to more people at the same time, that we can shout to everyone and, and they can hear us. I mean, so the, the, there is this, this, this idea, this notion that, you know, we are more together when we are in an open office. So I think this is like these three are the only things that come to my mind. I don't think it's necessarily a stupid idea. It's just that it's been verified, right? And I I, I have not, maybe I'm biased too, but I, I haven't heard from anyone, any actual employee working in an open offices that they enjoyed, that they think is, is good. The only, like, I, the only times, and I've heard many times people talking about their open offices at, at their job is how much they, they despise it, right? I mean, in the, the company that I mentioned, um, actually I heard that, 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 that one of the managers proposed that some of the teams move to the new open, to the new open offices in the new office building. Mm-hmm. And these people said, hell no. <laughs> like, like, like really, they, that, was the, that was their response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they went, they visited, and the managers pressed for them, you know, they, they pressed them, they, 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 they forced them actually, and tried to, tried to force them to actually, no, tried to convince them to actually take the, the new mm. approach. And still, after, you know, sightseeing, after, you know, uh, seeing how the office, you know, looks, and it's very modern, it's very nice, I've been to the building, it's, it looks really beautiful. The, the answer kept, kept being, hell no. And in the end, I think they moved some other people to these new offices, but not the people from the building where they had the private offices. Uh, it's actually funny. Close, close to me, there, there's a, an office building uh, being built, which there aren't really like modern like office spaces uh, around this area. So, so that's kind of new. And uh, right now it's just concrete. So I don't know, but it will be interesting to, to see uh, how it's laid out. Like... Uh, it's clear that it's going to be like all glass uh, walls because there are no walls. They're like empty uh, floors right now. And there isn't like, uh, there isn't much concrete creating like rooms inside, but like those those could be, uh, you know, made from, uh, from a light material. So I, we can't tell just yet, but there's a good chance it's going to be an open office. Yeah, so um, I want to give something constructive, you know, not just just to bash open offices. So first thing I wanted to say was what we already mentioned uh, in the books that we read is the fact that yes, people when they work when people work in an office, they should have time for serendipity, serendipitous meetings, you know, that you know, seeing each other and being able to exchange ideas and everything. Mm-hmm. But for that, they have common spaces, you know, place where they hang out, they eat together lunches. I mean, these kind of, you know, environments. But then they should be able to get back to a zone, to a, to a place where they can actually perform focused work. And, so, and it's, it's not a new idea. That's how 
a lot of offices tend, tended to be to be built that you have this common area with a kitchen or uh, which 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 would be like a place where people would hang out or you know the 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 meme of like hanging out by the water cooler like there 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 there, there always have been these, these common like natural uh, common spaces to uh, for spontaneous collaboration and interaction with one another. I think I even saw there was like there was this TV show. I think it was in on Spanish television. There was this TV show, uh, uh, like by the coffee machine or something like that. And so there was the coffee machine in the office, and like and the show was recorded. Like there, there would be a camera in the coffee machine, <laughs> so so you would see people coming to the coffee machine, you know, waiting for the coffee and just talking to each other. Like so, the whole office, you know, <laughs> rumors and chats and you know and all these uh, informal talks were by the coffee machine. So the coffee mm-hmm. machine was was kind of this confession place <laughs> where everybody would just speak and and meet. Yeah, I, I I have a sense like what what you said about um, how do you say like, managing by walking around? Yes, <laughs> that's actually a good phrase. I I, I feel like uh, I mean just just from uh, uh, observing it and in, in books and in, in pop culture, you you can notice that that there is this this train, this this type of a manager, this type of a of a leader that it it. it it's it's someone like disconnected from the actual work, someone who who doesn't do the same things, who doesn't live in the same world. It, it, but it's this this person, not not necessarily of 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 knowledge and skill, but 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 primarily personality, right? It's it's this imposing figure of a boss uh, who uh, <laughs> walks around and and sees work being done and. And makes commands like a general, uh, and and like in, in general, like like someone someone who's who's uh, who who lives in a very different silo from people doing the actual work. And so, what what matters to this person is 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 the appearances. Like if if you're disconnected from the actual workings of of a system, like like an organization, that uh, if if your leadership is based on uh, personality and charisma. And not much else, um, which, which seems to be fairly common, uh, at least from what I can tell. Uh, there's a bias there. Then that's what you're going to judge other people by. Yeah, totally. And 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 for me, I think I wouldn't still, I, I would still not, you know, cross out this this um, argument of cost. I think many, you know, many companies just, oh, sure. just you know, they're thinking, you know, this is how we're going to squeeze as many people as we can. Uh, we don't have to expand. We just have to, you know. Put people closer to each other or something like that, um, and I think this is also the key. But 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 then again, I see offices like you know the Facebook's office. Mm-hmm. Like I've been there, and then there's the new one, and it's the biggest open space in the, on the planet, and they're proud of that. And and then I just see just you know total BS. I mean total really like belief of Mark Zuckerberg that this is the way to work, um, because I mean he has all the money in the world. He can build really fantastic offices if he wanted to but 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 in, instead of that he hires one of the top architect you know companies to actually build crap mm-hmm. to build an open office uh, the biggest open office mm-hmm. wow how cool is that and and that, that's kind of strange because with with mark zuckerberg like i i i don't see him uh being uh this this archetype, you know, this this kind of of a, of a manager who's built on uh, personality and 
and exactly an extroversion like he he coded the initial version of facebook he is a nerd he he's smart he, he is an introvert as far as i can tell so yeah. it, it it wouldn't seem like he would be the kind of person to just uh for for, for whom it would be natural f- for, to work this way with like being surrounded by lots of people and just talking to each other all the time like i i, I you know, I, I haven't met the guy, but it doesn't feel like like he would be this kind of type. So cost, but as you say, I'm I'm not entirely sure it would matter to Facebook that much. Maybe it would, but I, I, I mean, don't know. They just hired the top. I mean, they they bought the 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 right. the, the X Sun Microsystems, uh, you know, campus. They yeah. hired the, the the best and the most expensive architect, you know, offices in the world. So like, no, it's not cost. It's That's why it's so strange for him and for Facebook to do something like that. Hmm. So, so that would suggest that at least for Facebook, it is about the the cultural belief in the industry that that this is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. This this belief that you know, open space is open collaboration, and and we exchange ideas. Ideas are floating around. You catch an idea because it just goes around here. And that's 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 kind of strange. I I wonder how how that relates to to our <laughs> quests uh, to to show people that you you don't you don't need to have an office at all uh, because on one hand uh, having an open space is is, is going uh, further away from being remote right if oh yes if if you have private offices or like smaller uh, office spaces that are more isolated from another that are quiet then that creates a culture which is uh, a lot closer to what what we expect and value on the other hand uh, may, maybe this would be like a, a a trigger that this is like so bad that 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 people will, will notice that this this is this completely doesn't work and like maybe let's find something else that, that this would be like a trigger that would push people um, you know to the other extreme yeah like it, it, would, it, would, it would push people uh, through the threshold where they would feel like they need to like figure something out from scratch and not just iterate and go back to the different kind of office, which would be interesting. Yeah, just get me out of here, right? So, well, anyway, so that's why um, it's I, I still don't get it. And um, and uh, I'm, I'm confused why, for example, in the case of Facebook, why they do that. I had I, I, I remember my, my visit to David Allen's comp- David Allen company, uh, when David Allen was still in California, in, uh, and it, and he had an office there, and I really liked his office because it was um, it was a very nice idea of uh, like of, of, of a mixture of private office with with um, a little bit a little bit of more like you would see people because there was there were all glass uh, walls right mm. so you would see other people in the office so you wouldn't be totally isolated, but on the other hand you had a private office. A small one, but a private office. And, and but but then uh, you could open it, and actually the door were like sliding doors, so like practically the, the wall to your office would would slide, so you could actually have it more open if you wanted to, for example, like to mm-hmm. to, to to be able you know, to be more inviting inviting to other people for other people to join you. And but and then in between all these offices, like in the corridor, there was a pond with like a small waterfall. <laughs> nice. So this would create this 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 natural noise, like like a subtle noise of water, hmm. which was first calming, but second, it was canceling out 
the, like the noises in these private offices. So, for example, uh, even if you would be on a Skype call, you wouldn't hear people wouldn't hear you because of the of the water, you know, in the in the corridor. That, I think I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, what what the this book mentioned uh, it cited some 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 research. It, it suggested that that one of that perhaps like the the single factor that that contributed most to open offices, uh, you know, not being very good is is um, like like sound privacy. Like it, it's it's not just that uh, it's not just the fact that you're with lots of other people, but that you hear. And other people hear you, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's why it was so smart because it it was you know it, they were kind of private offices, but you could have them more open. Uh, but then it, then again, with the water, you, c- you could have more isolation. And and uh, it 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 made me feel that you know I see that I'm here as as a part of the group. So I I I am not alone here in this office. There are other people working, but I'm but and we are very pretty close to each other, but we are not. Uh, disturbing each other, mm. um, but of course, I mean, this was David Allen. David Allen getting things done. I mean, he's the he's the guy to know how to get stuff done. Also, an interesting uh, example would be Basecamp's office, which mm-hmm. uh, has desks as in an open space. I mean, it it doesn't have doors. the The desks are just laid out on next to each other. But uh, what what they have is they they insist on on keeping. A, a discipline as in in a uh, in a library which is that you just don't don't talk in the common space so the desks the desks are not uh, isolated for, from one another um, but it's supposed to be quiet like at all times silent because people want to work and then in the um, in the um, small conference rooms, like if you want to talk with other people, you you bring them to to a small uh, conference room, and all of the walls uh, are highly uh, isolated. So all of all of the walls w- would be filled with just sound isolating uh, material, and all the glass panes would be very thick to uh, to muffle the sound. Yeah, I. I think it's it's very smart. Uh, I mean, I've been to this office, so I, I really liked it how 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 it how they built it. But I'm I'm still not hundred percent agreeing. I mean, I don't I I don't think you should work at a, such an open environment anyway. You know, I mean, it's it's great on one hand because you have like more more air to breathe. You know, so you're not closed. Uh, but you know, but but for them, I mean, they what they what they what they do is really if they really keep the library. You know, discipline of being in the library, yeah. then it makes sense. But 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 it doesn't scale. They only have like, you know, ten or or ten desks or something. They they have like, you know, less than twenty people there. Exactly. Yeah. And I like what they uh, they 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 wrote it somewhere that once two people start work start start chatting, they're like, hey, get a room, <laughs> which is, which is you know totally cool. <laughs> okay, uh, let's move to to, to the other part. Uh, so before we move, I just wanted to say that you know that uh, I invite other people who, who who just tuned in, you know, for this episode to check our episodes on pyramid of communication, where we talk more about it. And actually, on my blog, I just published the book No Office Apps, where actually there is a lot about pyramid of communication and how we communicate in our company. So to give you more, so there is this um promotion here of my of my uh, free ebook uh, and and based on our chats here on the podcast so uh, over there we talk about how we communicate 
how we communicate, communicate effectively and why we don't need an office at all to actually communicate effectively. Effectively. We'll put the links in the show notes. Yep. Okay, so let's move on to to more discussion from from the book. Uh, there's been two, I think, interesting things uh, that we didn't discuss last week. Yeah, uh, there is the notion of, of transparent salaries, mm. and I wanted to talk to you about it because, uh, especially that you know that uh, you are an employee, I am the <laughs> owner, or the founder of the company, mm. so uh, we have two different points of view uh, uh, on this subject. So I wanted to you know chat with you about that. Um, so there are companies that try to be very transparent. Uh, like, for example, there is the Buffer um, right. app company, and they actually publish how much they pay everyone in their company. They have a whole you know, formula, how they calculate salaries based on the time they're with the company, based on where, where people are, where people are where people live so they they like people in san francisco get more money because otherwise they would be homeless um and <laughs> like all, all things like that right so they have the whole formula for a transparent salary for everyone at the company and on one hand i think i think it's pretty smart and from the salaries in our company i can already see that actually over time through trial and error I actually kind of developed a similar formula. I mean, you know, based on like mm. right now, when I look at all these salaries across all the salaries in, in, in our company, I think, you know, they're a lot more standardized than before. And um, and where in the very beginning, nobody would, would officially know anyone's salary. Now that we hire and, and a concept also from the book, but a concept that we've already developed before reading the book is that our team hires people. Mm -hmm. So when we hire somebody, people who hire this person actually know how much this person is going to get paid because they have to talk to them and, and show them the, the offer before this person talks to me. So, right, so but, but that's only like two people or something that, that, that that's not like most, exactly, most of the team exactly. never gets involved in hiring. So it, it's, it's not exactly what, what the book proposed. Exactly. So, so no. But what I'm what I'm saying is that a few people already, like a few more people, know the, mm -hmm. the salary right at the at the get go, and also now, um, what I've introduced in our company is that, for example, the head of each uh, we have two we have two big um, we have two big uh, like departments in our company. This is customer support and the developers. Mm -hmm. So now the heads of the departments actually uh, know or will know now the salaries of everyone in their team because they are the heads and they should be actually responsible for the raises and not me because they actually work with these people and not me to to to, to be responsible of 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 how many how much people earn so this is something that i'm right now gradually introducing in the company so there is a lot more transparency uh, than it used to be because uh, in, in previously nobody knew officially how many how much people were earning um the 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 problem i have with this kind of transparency is um but maybe it's wrong approach so that's why you know i want to talk to you about it and mm -hmm. um, so on, on on one hand I, I i understand transparency i think it's good but on the other hand the problem is that very often if you see okay this person earns that you, as another person working at the company, you might not know what this person actually does in the company, or you know, have a vague idea. So 
mm. for and because this person person works in like in a different department, for example, you might it, it will be hard for you to assess this person's salary because you know they're doing different thing. You know you you're paying paid for your thing, and you can you can you. You can argue that, for example, the other developer, you know, he's better or worse than me, and maybe he should earn more and less. You know, maybe you could argue it here, but it would be hard for you to argue about somebody, for example, from this customer support team or you know, marketing team. Um, and on the other hand, so so it's like when salaries are totally transparent. On one hand, this may create a nice environment that everybody knows it's. You know, we are more or less the same, or you know, these some people have more, but you know, it's justified. But then, you it would have to be justified. You know, it's like my problem is that I think people in the team might not have all the data, and might you know underestimate or overestimate some salaries. Mm. But on the other hand, like, why would someone from development, for example? Uh, care and try to 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 judge salaries of people from another department. Like if 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 you're if it's not related to you, then I I don't think people would, would care at all and like would understand that that they don't have insight into it. So like whatever. What what what's more likely to happen is is people um, trying to 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 judge and like uh, maybe like again over or underestimate. Uh, people from 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 their team, or maybe like not 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 people they work with directly, but like uh, close to, like for example, people inside uh, development, right? Yeah, that's why. That's why. Tell me. I mean, what what do you think? I mean, do you think? I mean, for example, let's say you would know all the salaries of everyone on the dev team, mm -hmm. on the people that that, that on the team that you are in. How would that affect you? I mean, what would you? You know, if you if you knew, for example, that this guy earns more than you and this guy earns less than you, and um, and you might or might not agree with that. So, mm. what you know, what would you think? Yeah, that that's that's very interesting, right? Because um, my my first reaction is like I, I it's 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 like deeply uncomfortable because this is not something I'm used to, and it's not it's not common at all in in our culture for your salaries to be transparent. And it, it the, the, there is this uh, thing that, like, uh, <laughs> like you said, uh, knowing someone else's and like uh, not essentially not agreeing with it, uh, that that could hurt, right? Mm -hmm. But on on the other hand, like, um, and I think this is, uh, I I I, f I feel like it's it's easier. It would be easier in a larger organization. I, I I can't quite put my finger on it, but I feel like in a larger organization, when there's more people and and possibly like more standardized, like like more, um, like uh, maybe formal pay grades or, or something like that, it would be easier to see. But I don't know. Like in in a in a in a small team, it it could affect people badly. On the other hand, if you uh, if you find out in whatever way anyway, and you 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 have the same feeling, then uh, you you can't do anything about it because it's like you weren't supposed to know anyway, and like you you don't have all the data because you don't know anybody else's. And when you know uh, all the numbers, then 
that's that's easier to 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 juggle and when the numbers are derived from like the same uh some base values uh then you can argue about those values right like uh say uh maybe level of experience or role or whatever like like you can argue about the the numbers that uh, from which the, the salary is derived yeah so the the, the thing is that what, what what my concern is that people start start then you know talk and judge you know these salaries and talk about them and what 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 we all basically want you know the maslow's you know theory that you know we have money covered because we're earning good money mm-hmm. so we focus on other things and then suddenly we are back to the conversation about money although you know we've already yeah. covered that and we're good right so so mm-hmm. it it for me it's like it stresses again the money instead of you know actually our things that we have to do yeah and an interesting um formulation that i i think i, I got from uh people were was that um like in, in organizations money is a a hygiene factor so it, it it's not like uh less or more is is better or worse it's more like there is a um like it's it's something you have to satisfy like if, if it's not enough then that's bad and if it's enough or more than enough then you just don't care about it uh, like like you, you don't you you don't tend to think about it much because that that's a need that's satisfied and then uh other things are more important because other things affect you more day to day uh and you're right it it there is a, a danger that if like if if it's public and and people can see it and again uh they won't necessarily agree with 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 all of it uh then this can cause you know tensions uh that are are not necessary yeah that's that's why that's why it's a it's a tough subject you know that's a, it's a tough thing i mean i'm already you know when we assess the 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 salaries in the company i'm trying to be as fair as possible and uh, so so in the moment that somebody actually would know what i know they wouldn't be you know mm. like they wouldn't say, "Oh, this is ridiculous." They would say, "Oh, it's okay, right?" Right. Like, uh, so it's already like that. So because you know, in the when when I was first hiring, like first few people in the company, like the, the, the salaries were all over the place because I I you know I didn't know how how much this person should earn, and you know mm. there was this basic question of you know how much do you want to earn? <laughs> this kind of you know this is stupid. So one piece of advice I want to give you know if if so to to make this conversation a little bit more constructive is that. When you're a very small company, this is the first thing, you know, you're trying to get people cheaply because you want, you know, you're, you're very, you know, you, you know that you don't have lots of money, mm-hmm. uh, but you need the job to be done. So you try to hire people as cheaply as possible. So you just like, you, you start asking them how much they want to earn and then you, you go from there and negotiate. And, and, and you know, so this is what you do in the very beginning, mm-hmm. but at some point, like already organization, organization, our size, like 20 something people, uh, we, we don't do that anymore. So we say, okay, we need a graphic designer or we need a new developer and this is our budget for it. So this is, you know, how much this person is going to earn. And and that's it. So because we know the salaries of our other, for example, developers, we know like more or less what we can, you know, offer at, at this, you know, at this knowledge skill or knowledge level, let's say. And and so we start, and, and when we start, you know, we give them a little bit less and then we, you know, promote them. But we know the basic, you know, price point like the, mm-hmm. the, that we are going to offer 
And of course, if somebody shows up and they say, no, no, it's bullshit. I don't want to, you know, I want to earn a lot more. Okay, you're not a match for the company. That's fine. No harm, no harm done. And if somebody who's been earning almost nothing in the previous company, mm-hmm. but but has proven, you know, through the hiring process that he's a very good person and a very good, you know, very good professional. He's really fantastic. And we tell him, you know, he's gonna, you're, you're going to earn this. He's going to be like, whoa, oh my God, you know, I have so much money now, right? <laughs> so, so, and this has happened to us, you know, in the in the past that that um, we had a new hire and we gave them more than double of his last paycheck. Wow. But, but, but this is what we offer. So, and and if the person is the match for the job, this is our, you know, price point. Although, you know, the, the smart entrepreneur should be, should be like, I'll give you 20% more from the last paycheck. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's perhaps <laughs> the biggest uh, consideration from an employee's perspective. Uh, like, I, I, I realize that, at least in, in theory, like you, you, you say that you, you, you don't do that or you don't uh, do that anymore because we're, we're larger. But, but like in, in general, like uh, in a, uh, say, a, a, a regular, like, like, uh, average company, uh, salaries are, are skewed by the information asymmetry. The the boss knows all the numbers, and you only know your numbers, right? So you you can be convinced to pay for less, whereas people who will just negotiate more will will get more, right? And uh, and so by making salaries transparent, then in the long term, uh, you, it will almost certainly be, uh, be good for, for the employee or, or for, for an average employee because there, there's no way for, for the employer to, uh, to get them to, to agree to, to less when, when, when they know that it's not fair and it's not equitable in this company. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's why, for example, as I, no, we as I, as I said, we graduated from this idea of you know negotiating the the salaries in the very beginning. So we did that. I mean, I'm totally you know uh, guilty as charged. You know, in the very beginning when I was hiring my first people, I mean, this was that was how how I operated because I did I didn't do, didn't know any 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 better, and of course the, I didn't have that much money to pay uh, in the very beginning. So yeah, but but now um. I think we're gradually get, getting there to the to the you know more transparency. So as I said, you mm-hmm. know, right now the heads of the departments will know the salaries because they will decide on the raises and not me. So this is like a big step in our company. So I think maybe eventually we'll actually get there to 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 transparent salaries. Maybe actually this is like maybe maybe you know well, my what my concern is that people start, you know, analyzing other people's salaries and all these things. Maybe mm. this will just happen, you know, in the first, you know, week or two, and then, you know, there will be just old news, and people will just, you know, you know, focus on their work, and everything will be um, yeah. uh, done. So, even if we if we we didn't have the transparent salaries, I mean, I can tell you that from like from my perspective that we've been. I've been trying to, to to design the salaries in our company in such a way that if somebody showed them to everyone today, mm-hmm. there would be you know the least you know surprises. You know it should it should be you know pretty okay like for for almost like for everyone involved. So that I think that makes a lot of sense. Like the the worst thing that 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 one could possibly do is is have uh, have salaries that are are, are not 
kind of fair, that, that, that are not equitable, that, that don't follow some reasonable pattern, and then just make them transparent, and then like everyone is like, what the, what the hell, right? But I don't know, I, I, I guess it, it, it makes sense that, it, it makes sense to try to do it uh, kind of step by step, like if, if, if you go like in that direction, then it will be easier to make a smaller step uh, to yeah. to go from, you know, some people like people knowing from like their part of the company or like people who are maybe, uh, you know, just just maybe some regular people who maybe were also involved in the hiring process or something like that. That that would be like a smoother transition. There would be like less less risk that that there are there are some uh, some things in in the salaries that that people judge as unfair. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, there is like, there is this story that I, I I heard somewhere or read somewhere that um, I think it was there was the story was about I think uh, Henry Ford's company that he had. So I might get the story wrong. Uh, so there was a story that somebody was visiting Henry Ford's factory and he, and and they were surprised how how well it would it was working like people you know had you knew knew what they what what to do i mean they had this factory they would, would build this uh, black model t uh, cars and and everything was working like clockwork and everybody was you know working really hard and then they would go to the offices and also over there everybody was working hard like clockwork but then there was an office of a guy and he was just sitting at the desk doing nothing and and then after like they've seen the offices and everything they were like so mr ford i think i mean what you what you show here it's fantastic it looks really well done what we don't understand is why is this guy on your payroll who just sits there in this office somewhere and just you know does doesn't do anything and then his answer was yeah i mean this guy uh he's not doing anything you know but he's he's one of the best paid people in the company because he had this idea a while ago and it made us millions <laughs> and then he had another idea and made us uh, millions more so now he's thinking on the third idea so <laughs> <laughs> so you know it shows <laughs> and what's what's the connection to the salary transparency exactly <laughs> uh, the connection is that that this person apparently doesn't do anything but uh, because it's hard to judge from his you know busy work what he's actually doing but mm. his impact on the bottom line is enormous. That's why he's being paid well. So what what you mean is that the 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 risk is that some people might not know, you know, information that that would you know su suggest like why someone um, is paid some amount. Yeah, it's of, of course it's a big exaggeration. I mean, nobody would keep. I mean, right, right, it's right. hard to keep a pe person that has like an idea in, like once in I don't know many years. But uh, but yeah. But that's what I'm what I'm saying is that you know the, the, that's one of the risks is that you know people don't know all of the story, and 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 they would judge uh, somebody's somebody's salary based on just what they see. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like again, it's like in the office. If you have a traditional office, many people fake busyness because they show up on the meetings, they mm. say a lot of things, but they actually don't provide any value. They actually don't do any work. They just show up and they just are allowed. And people think that they are, you know, busy people, right? And then there are people who just get things done. And this is the same thing, you know. Uh, that's why I'm. What I'm saying is, with transparency, the problem is that not everybody has all the data, right? Mm -hmm. But again, 
in a company like ours, I don't have all the data anymore. So mm. uh, I don't have all the data on all the programmers in our company, how right. well they work, you know, how they you know, work as a team uh, in a team environment. So I have to rely on, on, on my direct reports for that. So mm. my direct reports should actually know their salaries, salaries of their people to be able to, you know, to, to judge the salaries if they're, you know, actually on the right level. Complicated subject here. Yeah. Uh, we, we, should, we should probably get, get back to it at, at some point in the future, see if our uh, f- opinion on this has changed. Yeah. I, I was thinking, you know, to close this whole episode, which is long and kind of, you know, complicated, but I yes. think has lots of questions. Uh, and so if you have, you know, if you have any questions to us, just post them on Twitter to us and then we'll, we'll discuss this on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we can really, you know, take this, this discussion on a new level. Yeah, but definitely if, if you, dear listener, uh, have some opinions or, or experience with, uh, with salary transparency or open offices, uh, Give us a shout out on Twitter or email us. It'll be interesting to to see more data points. Exactly, because Jake, we don't we are not know it alls and and so one thing I wanted to close this um, discussion also on the book uh, uh, under new management was this this thing that uh, what we t- today actually um, mentioned when a, a team hires. Because they, they in the in the book there was also this whole thing about team hiring people, which mm-hmm. al- which is already what we do, and as we as we as we discussed today, do we? Uh, yeah, the t- team hires new pe- new person. I mean, I'm actually I'm I'm the last one to actually be in the in the inter- interview process. So if somebody is uh, on the dev team is to be hired, I don't hire them. The the the, the dev uh, development leads are hiring, are doing the whole hiring process, and I'm the last one to talk to this person. And what we have improved in our um, in our process is that uh, right now, as as we mentioned, we already know how much we're going to pay this person. Uh, so when in the hiring process, the team, I mean the, the 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 leads of the of the of the department, they they hire a new person because they want them on the team, and they offer them the job with you know these conditions, and then when they accept it, then there is the interview with me. And if I don't see any red flags, I just say, go with it. I mean, if you want this guy or this girl, you have them. Um, so, so we have that already uh, in our company that w- the team hires uh, a new person. The same goes with customer support and the same, uh, and the same right now will go with marketing because well, I am the head of marketing in our company, but I, I also want to take myself as much out of, of this uh, as possible only to uh, influence it uh, when the when you know when I really uh, need to, so this this is the idea that no longer the boss is hiring, the team is hiring, and we are taking this to a whole new level uh, in our company because of some uh, situations that we have happened in our company in the past. That actually we are going to move it so that the team will also fire people and not the boss. <laughs> 